Welcome to the very first episode of A Stark Contrast, a Marvel podcast. Woo! I am your host, Jeffrey. And I am Di. Welcome, everybody, to the very first episode. This is... Di, is crazy? <laughs> it's crazy. It's uh, real. It's very real. It's happening. It is. We're and excited I'm and nervous just and sweating and... Telling me. I was talking to myself <laughs> on the way here, trying to prep myself to be like, oh, I have to have, to have a podcast voice. No, nah, there's no such thing as a <laughs> podcast voice. <laughs> All right, so Di, you want to lead us off? I, I guess so. I mean, you know, it's worth noting, top of the show, we are not experts. We are not experts at comic books. We are not experts at any of the topics that we're about to discuss on this show it's in general. True. We don't claim to be, to, to be, frankly, you know, we're, we're, we're fans. And so, you know, like our trailer suggests, we're just a couple of nerds, nerding out, you know, and uh, our goal is to open up a, a dialogue while exploring these characters that we've come to know and love and hope that we've enlightened casual fans along the way. So, um, yes, yes. I guess first things first, uh, the origin of our hosts, that would be Jeffrey and I and, and how this came about. Um, <laughs> we've been friends for a few years. Long time, I think. Yeah. It's, I think it was 2015. Yes. 2015. Yes. Six years. Six years. That's a long time in it's adult life. It's been a long time. <laughs> um, we worked in we worked in different parts of it, but we worked very close with each other. Yes. As in, like physically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Physically, we're close to each other. Under a hub. Um, our. I mean, I don't want to draw attention to our employer but uh some of you may know him as michael morbius um <laughs> and that's that's all i can say on the matter sorry no names <laughs> off on this podcast um but yeah and so you know we kind of we kept in touch along the way after jeffrey moved on and you know i stayed behind for a bit we both loved marvel that that was obvious from the get-go and and yes. here we are a few years later i know yeah and after i had left um, obviously we didn't, you were still working there, yeah. but I knew how, I think, I don't know, like when I just started texting you randomly about <laughs> like when it, whether it was just about Marvel or something, but it was because of that, yeah. because I could talk someone about comics with, or at least the, yeah. the MCU movies about, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, cool. Yes. And every time we text each other, I would text you about something. We would always have just like a general thorough <laughs> discussion. Yeah. It was kind of like when you don't see a friend you know, after a year maybe, but you still talk to each other so often that it feels like you just saw each other the, the, the day before, you know, it's one of those scenarios. And I think it started on Twitter, you know, and we were talking about, it was either a Netflix show or it was, I want to say Infinity War maybe, or Spider-Man. It was, it was something pretty recent, but not too far. The out. Daredevil show come, came to mind right it, away. It must have been Daredevil, yeah. Because I watched the first season. I remember being like, this is, the show is amazing. Yeah. Charlie Cox is... He is Daredevil. He's amazing. <laughs> and I remember I remember that. And, yeah. I, and then and then from then on, like, we just continued to... Every time we talked, it was just yeah. strictly, like, comics. And yeah. if I had a question on something and something I didn't understand, yeah. I would always go to you because I know at the end of the day, you're going to know more than I ever will about comic <laughs> origin. So that just helped me gain insight on whatever I... I needed to know. I am the nerd. <laughs> I, I'm the nerd, the nerd that people turn to when they need clarification and Wikipedia is too far away. And I'm just the MCU nerd. If my, if, if my friends like have a question on yeah. like any of the MCU movies, yeah. they're like, well, why is this? And I'll be like, oh, this is why. 
Yeah. And I'm like, oh, now I'm that guy <laughs> to like my friends who don't know anything. Yeah. We're, we're passing on the knowledge, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, you know, we're just getting started with this podcast and first and foremost, well, second and foremost, um, I wanted to give a shout out to our Patreons. We quite literally, um, launched the Patreon subscriber live, um, along with the rest of our social media and believe it or not, we got three Patreons. Three. <laughs> so, That's three more than I thought we would have had by <laughs> three now. Three more than I'll we probably I'll be completely honest deserve. with you guys. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we didn't, we didn't even think we would even have one. Um, but alas, we have three. So a shout out to the incomparable Miss Jo Liz, who believed in us before we even believed in ourselves, as well as newcomers Edna and Ariel. Thank you guys so much. Thank it you. really does mean a lot. It really does. It really does. Um, so yeah. So you know, if you if you're not a Patreon yet, you have the opportunity. You like what you hear. You just want to support us. By all means, visit us on our socials at S T R K C N T R S T. We we couldn't get start contrast. It was taken for obvious reasons, so we went with the the semi elitist no vowels allowed. No vowels. Um, yeah. Exactly. So we'll be sure to put those in the show notes as well. Um, and before we further get into this uh, this episode, um, I just wanted to to name off some great resources we kind of tapped into for for our notes today, um, including Wikipedia, um, comic book resources, Marvel of course, and Mental Floss. So. Today's character subject. I mean, the name of our the name of our podcast is called A Stark Contrast. Yes, it is. So it is only right we start with the man himself who started the MCU, Tony Stark, aka Iron Man himself. That's why I'm here. The, and obviously, I mean for obvious reasons, um not not just being um the name of our podcast, but Tony Stark himself within the MCU is obviously a very pivotal. He's the he's the he's the temple of the MCU. Yeah. If it wasn't for him, the MCU would not exist, and it wouldn't be where it is today. Yeah, absolutely agreed. Um, do you now? Quick question for you: Do you remember where you were, what age you were when you first heard the name Iron Man? I think so. I. I specifically remember seeing, I don't know if this is the first time, but I remember watching this MCU movie and being like, oh, this is sick. And it was, I think it was Iron Man 2. Oh, so your first introduction to Iron Man was Iron Man 2? That, that I can remember. Wow. So I, I watched it. I remember, I remember the, 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 um, the F1 scene where he, he suits up, he's racing, and then Whiplash, Whiplash, Whiplash yeah. comes in and just interrupts it and yeah. seeing that. Um, and then fast forwarding to the... To the dome fight with him and Rhodey, mm-hmm. one a great scene. I rewatch that all the time. I was thinking, like, this is a really good scene. <laughs> um, so I think, off the top of my head and memory, like that's like the very first like. Now it's two thousand. I think that movie came out in two thousand ten oh, or eleven. We're gonna, we're gonna make me we're Google gonna, on my phone right check. now. <laughs> but I remember seeing that and being like, this is really cool. Like this character, like Tony Stark himself, Robert Downey Jr. playing him. Two thousand ten, my Ooh. friend. Yes. <laughs> My memory serves me right. Indeed. So that was my first introduction to to Tony Stark and I think maybe the MCU. And wow. then it was after that and because of that, it just snowballed into being obsessed with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I watched everything and 
But now, it, now, when you say everything, do you mean everything that had been out at that point, or are you talking like I, you you dove into stuff, you dove into I, the Fox universe, oh, into Sonyverse? I think it was just MCU because because my, my so you're a purist. I'm super, I, I'm super. <laughs> like at this point, I remember I can only remember seeing one X Men movie in theaters. Yeah, and it was The Last Stand. <laughs> I was just, that's up for Don't a different worry. discussion. We're going to get to X-Men a, eventually. That's a, that's a different, dis- <laughs> but like, so obviously like you see like my background of like when it came to comic book movies, it for was sure. like whatever was like popular, I'll go and watch it. Yeah. And then it was up until like when I MCU where I, I, you started to figure out like, oh, this is becoming something. So now I got to keep up. So it was, it was hit or miss um, around that time. I didn't really go to the movies often, often mm-hmm. or keep up with it often. Yeah. And then I think around like 2014, 15, 16, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a big span. But that's when I started really like being obsessed with the, the arcs so and everything. So we met at the right time is what you're saying. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's because incredible. quick backstory, when I used to work at Panera, a lot of my coworkers, they loved the comics too. Mm-hmm. Like they, were, they, they knew comics. So we would always keep up like when the Civil War trailer came out. And when, when trailers were becoming huge, yeah. like a, the thing. That, I think we were working there at yes. the same time. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, I remember. So just getting it was there that where I fully yeah. became just invested. Right. And in like, I need to know everything about this universe. <laughs> That's so pure. These heroes. Yeah. So super like <laughs> yeah. just, just coming straight from like a movie filmmaking standpoint, For sure. not knowing much about the comics. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, I'm feeling super old. story because uh i think for me you know i couldn't quite place if it was comics or cartoons to be perfectly honest Mm because you know many people know this about me already at least you know on a personal level that you know i um, x-men was my bread and butter growing up you know and and so i kind of fell into it when i was about eight or nine um ten you know collecting all these different things you know when it came to comic books and and watching the tv shows and you know of course as every 90s kid knows <laughs> trading cards yep of course and yes. so i think i think my first exposure to iron man as a character was trading cards which is kind of funny oh, if wow. you think about it yeah and so um i'll post a picture of these uh later on but so i have these four cards from four different series um, that feature Iron Man. And so one of them is the 1993 Marvel Masterpieces by Julie Bell, who is an icon. And so, you know, these trading cards, they have these neato facts on the back of, of oh, every, yeah. like every, every superhero. Good, like every good trading card, yes. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and, and trading, card, trading cards aren't what they used to be. You know, they, they, these were the real deal where it would feature new art from, you know, renowned artists or iconic pieces from comics. And, and now they're kind of, you know, cut and pasted. Um, and so it's, these are definitely like a, a token of my childhood. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to read one of these in particular because for, for people who aren't too knowledgeable about Iron Man <laughs> outside of the MCU, um, I think this Metal Marvel blaster, is that blaster? I can't even, yeah, sure. Um, this card, uh, yeah, this card has a profile of Tony. Um, and so it almost sounds like a, a Tinder profile, I gotta admit. Scary. And so, name Tony Stark, height. Do you wanna guess his height in, in, oh, in the comic books? In the comic books? Because we all know RDJ is fun sized. He is. He's fun sized, so he's, he's a humble. You know. I'm gonna go with the standard six foot. Six foot? Yeah. 
According to this card, yeah. this may not be a hundred percent accurate uh-huh. because it does change depending on who who mentions or you know releases the, this material. But this card indicates Tony Stark is six foot six. Oh my god! <laughs> and but given his weight, I'm going to assume this is in the Iron Man suit because it does say four hundred and twenty five pounds. He's definitely in the suit. <laughs> no way, Tony Stark himself. So Tony Stark might be fun size as well. Who knows? <laughs> So the Iron Man suit is only six foot six and five, 400 pounds? 425. 425? Yeah. Oh, wait, it's not done yet. He, Iron Man likes ferrous metals, which is basically iron, <laughs> <laughs> using force, erector sets, robotics, and cold turkey. Cold turkey? He does not like cold. Uh, he he likes, does not. <laughs> he, li- he likes cold turkey. Okay. He does not like rust. But of course. Um, sh- the fifth day of Christmas. Now, I don't know why. It might be a date-specific thing that I didn't yes. look up. But the fifth day of Christmas is the five golden rings. And so I'm like, is there a deep, deep cut here? Super. It could be. <laughs> and so he does not like the fifth day of Christmas. Doesn't like small oranges. <laughs> if you could see I just got that. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Tiny oranges, heartburn, brownouts, and the dark ages. And um, it has a couple of other things on here. It's pretty cute. Hobbies include tinkering in the lab, creating new armor, apologizing to friends. Um, His favorite movie is The Rocketeer. And his thoughts on life? People say I must have an iron will to overcome all of the problems I've had to face. I do know this. Force works. I mean, sure. Interesting. That yeah. works. Um, so yeah, so that's that's one of the bios. And so as a child, I basically memorized the back of all of these. Maybe not every single character, but that that's, was yeah. that was what I did. You know what that's I mean? That's crazy. Other 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 girls were playing with Barbies and I was like, okay, I need to know everything about Iron Man. <laughs> and I need to know his height and what he likes it's and amazing. if he likes cold turkey. That's so that's amazing. Wow. So that's my backstory. Wikipedia has a similar uh, you know, commentary for him. Um, and this might sound familiar to most people uh, if you've seen Iron Man 1. Um, a wealthy American business magnate, playboy, philanthropist, inventor, and ingenious scientist, Anthony Edward Tony Stark suffers a severe chest injury during a kidnapping. When his captors attempt to force him to build a weapon of mass destruction, he instead creates a mechanized suit of armor to save his life and escape captivity. And yeah, that's pretty much the premise of Iron Man 1, is it not? That's literally, yeah, I was just about that's to say, it. that's the plot of Iron Man 1 and yeah. what kickstarted this now <laughs> this 11, 12-year journey. Yeah, and you know, and so there are there are no stark differences or stark contrasts between uh, the book version and, and MCU Tony, Tony as far as that's concerned. Um, and so, yeah, that's an interesting thing that, you know, the, the source material, they, they really didn't, at least from my perspective, they didn't mess with it too much. They really did start with a concrete idea, introduce this character in such a way that right off the bat, you get it. You get he's rich. You yes. get he doesn't hear the word no. You get he yep. finds a way out of anything. Yeah. Um, and you gotta you have to give credit out to John Favreau on that absolutely. one. Absolutely. And you know Robert Downey Jr. Of course. Of course. For. Um, um, bringing for his just, character to for just, life. Yeah, hitting the nose on the character um, was 
Sarah Finn a part of that as well? You know, I wish she started. I'm not sure how early in the game that she came in. You're gonna hear this name kind of giving given credit to constantly, and we have to because if it wasn't for her, yeah, the characters you know and love on screen, you probably wouldn't fall in love with them. If it wasn't for the one and only casting director Sarah Finn, yeah, she's been responsible for pretty much all of the big castings in mm-hmm. MCU. Mm-hmm. So I just want to be able to just give her her, her credit. <laughs> if you couldn't tell. Jeffrey's really fanboying right now. But I think deep down inside we all are. I mean, because honestly, she's really nailed it as far as bringing some of these characters to life, you know, where you just can't, you you can't imagine this character without their MCU counterpart, you know, in many ways. And so I've said this with the X-Men series, for instance, you know, the animated series in 1992 was so iconic for so many reasons. And, and if you don't get it, you need to rewatch it. Um, it's on Disney Plus, but I digress. You know, the the voice actors on that show were so iconic, and they brought to life characters that hadn't been, hadn't had the structure that they they did until they were literally given voices. And so, um, you know, when you after watching things like that, after seeing the movies, and you get that voice of that character in your head, I mean, I defy you to read a comic and not hear. Robert Downey Jr. It's, you know, I it's hard you not to hear to. these. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's so hard to not imagine <laughs> Robert yeah. as Iron Man, Tony Stark himself. Absolutely. Um, um, but you know what? I want to double back real quick. And you did mention the 11-year arc, which is an incredible feat in its on its own, you know. And and again, props to props to um, you know, um, Kevin Feige for, mm-hmm. for, for doing this kind of monumental, monumental, like, I don't even know what to call it. it it's, it, to my knowledge, it hasn't been done movie wise. Mm-hmm. There's no, I haven't seen um, a 10 year story arc for one character. And for, let alone that, let alone for an actor to play one character this yeah. long. Yeah. And to have such a very, like, just satisfactory ending yeah. to his story arc is amazing yeah and you know i had it i hadn't it hadn't dawned on me until you sent me this link and so jeffrey sent me this incredible video um by uh what is it Uh, lessons from the screenplay if you guys have not watched him on youtube you should he he not only breaks down comic movie some comic book movies but um but other movies as well from a story standpoint and like conflict and what makes that story yeah. like work really well so yeah. check him out he's great it's lessons from the screenplay incredible and so he has this roughly 16 minute video that essentially covers the 11 year arc of not only captain america but iron man as well and and how those storylines are pretty much parallel and how they've constructed and and held together the mcu um you know from their first films to endgame it's yeah it's pretty amazing obviously we know that Tony is the center of the MCU from 2008 up until Endgame, which came out 2019. And so, I mean, we can we can go through each movie that he's in to kind of really d- delve deep, but I don't think we have long enough. But I will try to <laughs> try to kind of just shrink it down to his best. So, my first like kind of thing that comes to mind is one that. Is that Thanos, when it comes to Thanos, that's Tony's nightmare. Mm-hmm. And we all know that Thanos is like the all like ending like yeah. thing for, for this so- Infinity Saga. 
And so everything is is through Tony. We know this this saga is ending with Tony. It's all through Tony. And how you see Tony grow as a human and as a superhero throughout from Iron Man 1 all the way up into Endgame is just um, just an amazing thing. And Lessons from the Screenplay touches that a lot. We start with Iron Man 1 where Tony is the most self-centered, just billionaire, playboy, yeah. philanthropist. Everything <laughs> everything you think Tony Stark is, that's yeah. who he is. Selfish, only only for himself. Very self-absorbed. And, you know, and that kind of, again, that that those characteristics are very much exact when it comes to Tony in the books, you know, and, and the thing about Iron Man books in, in general, you know, from, from those that I've read, they're very dense stories, mm-hmm. you know, because there's a lot of jargon in them. There's a lot of intellect, you know, in every single panel and paragraph of dialogue. And so to that, to, to even, see that they they really pulled it off yeah to pull that character off that page and make him likable <laughs> on top of I know. everything not, else not have people turn their eyes away from the screen and be exactly. like oh he's too much of a, of oh, a too pretentious oh, yeah too much. yeah no you you in the first five minutes of the film alone you know he's literally selling weapons to people that probably shouldn't have them but you can't help but laugh and you can't help but kind of be like, God, who is this guy? He's in the back of the, the Humvee and he's saying, you want to take a pic? And he's like, don't, yeah. put a, don't put a peace sign down. I'm yeah. just going to put it up. Yeah. Like, you just, you, you, he can control it whenever he walks into a room. He controls it. He commands, yeah. he commands the area, you know, and it's a very alpha-like behavior. Mm-hmm. But I mean, hey, that's, that's Tony Stark for you. Yeah. And, and that rings very true between RDJ and, and the Tony in the books. Um, and so... I mean, you know, we're here to discuss MCU and comic book, of course, but um, did you did you ever know that there were different animation versions of Tony Stark? And, I did not. Yeah, there I were. There, you know, I tend to mention this to people, and I swear, no one, it was almost like the Shazam for me, like where, or, or like, what was the other one? What was the other film with? <laughs> oh. With Shaq. One was, was with Shaq oh, and one was with Kazam? Kazam. Kazam. And so it was like it was like Kazam where like everyone had the 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 Mandela effect and some people knew it existed and other people were like, What are you talking about? Yeah. And so this cartoon, it ran it, it was in the same timeline as the Amazing Spider-Man show, which was on Fox. And so there was a Fantastic Four show that no one else seems to remember except for maybe Peter Melnick, friend of the podcast, The Marvelists. And there was an Iron Man show. And I remember it so distinctly, but oh no God. one no one remembers a thing about it, which admittedly, I don't blame people, but Iron Man and War Machine were the top two characters in that show. And War Machine was voiced by Uncle Carl. Oh. <laughs> from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uncle Carl? You remember his name. Come on. Oh my God. You got this. Ooh. You got this. From Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yes. Oh my God, it's my favorite show. <laughs> Uncle Carl. Come on. Oh I, don't, oh, I already know it. I don't even have to Google it. I am blanking hard right now. James Avery? Uncle Phil. Uncle, Uncle Phil. Phil. <laughs> 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 Uncle Carl. Uncle Carl's from Family Matters. Okay. Yes. Shazam. The pod does not know need to know. No, that. we can we can go there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so yeah, so you know, War Machine was voiced by Uncle Phil. James Avery. Nice. James Avery. Wow, rest in peace. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, who had an incredible voice, as we all know. Amazing, um, he yeah. was an amazing force. And he was Rhodey. He was my first exposure to Rhodey. 
Which I wow. mean, I mean, I'm sure we'll we'll actually get into the films as standalones at some point. But you know, yeah. we do have we even have those roadies. You know, we have the first roadie, yeah, <laughs> who we're familiar with, and then yeah. the, the the second then, roadie yeah. that we know and love. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it was interesting to kind of grow up watching these shows and bothering my parents for VHS tapes so I could record them because you know DVDs didn't really exist. Uh, at that kind yeah. of scale and, and you know if you've been to a convention you'll see you know like vendors they they, they have these series of bootlegs that of course are just yes. not available you know you might as well get them from there um have you been to a convention speaking of i have not <laughs> i i really i like i said i am the Pure. purest of pure <laughs> but i keep up with it a lot, especially in recent years, like probably like four, four, three, four years, like Twitter. Yeah. I want to thank Twitter <laughs> for letting me be able to just keep up with any kind of fandom yeah. ever. Yeah. Like um, MCU Twitter is amazing. Yeah. Um, and it's just I'm I'm glad, especially especially when Comic Con came around, I would always be on Twitter just mm-hmm. being like, "What's next? Yeah. Like when is the who who's presenting in Hall H th- today? For sure. And then I'll just wait for the for accounts to. To, to, to drop it yeah. yeah i mean and that's the crazy thing because you know i being a long-term you know like seasoned convention goer um mm-hmm. i've been going since i think 1998 1999 whoa yeah oh wow. yeah oh yeah that's commitment imagine being my parents when i was like <laughs> mom and dad i'm going to canada for a convention and they were like I'm what, sorry? Do you mean? what? <laughs> yes 100%. so that was me at 17 18 um but, you know, having gone to so many conventions in my day, I hate saying it like that, sound like an old woman. <laughs> but, you know, it, the, the whole Twitterscape in general has really mutated over the, the last few years. You know, before it was like only certain people got to be in that Hall H in San Diego yeah, and like only Hall. those people got to see that trailer that day. Now they know how essential the internet is. Yes. And so that trailer drops a minute after it drops in the hall now. You know what I mean? Nothing yeah. is nothing is sacred in that hall anymore. Because yeah, people want it. The fans they want, want it. it. Like, and you gotta deliver, you yeah. know? Um so to spiral back to yes. our Mr. Stark. Uh-huh. Um so pivoting from the animated version, how exposed to the video game Iron Man are you? Very little. <laughs> Very Yeah. I remember, I don't know, I, I think you sent it to me. I yeah. think you sent the, the VR thing? Yes. yes. There's a VR thing. I think it's you one of the sent that to ones. me, and I was like, this is insane. It's insane. I haven't played it. Uh-huh. I tried to get in line for Comic Con. It was continuously sold out. But I know for a fact that if I had, I probably would have vomited in the first two minutes. It's pretty immersive. I mean, you think about it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're flying around at yeah. that speed in, in a Mach suit. Five. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, but they did make games for, I believe, the first two or three movies. Shockingly. Yes. I That I vaguely that? remember. <laughs> I don't think I ever bought them, yeah, but same. I definitely remember playing Obviously, when you can go to like GameStop or something yeah. and play the demos and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I do remember playing those and playing as Iron Man yeah. and all that. I know. And of course, you know, I mean, I mean, did you play Marvel versus Capcom? Be honest. 
Oh yeah, every time. Yeah, of course. Marvel yeah, very vaguely. I think everybody like yeah. who had video games growing up. So that might have actually been your first exposure to Possibly. Iron Man. Possibly Marvel versus. Yeah. yeah, you know, like I mean, hollered all the gamers out there, but that was. Yeah. Woo! That was I, my game. Now I think about it. I think I always played with Spider Man. Oh really? Completely of course, on. yeah. <laughs> His voice was fantastic. All of their voices were fantastic yeah. in that game. Um, yeah, but that 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 Iron Man is definitely like my most memorable, and um, I know. Maybe I'm I'm one of a few people, but you know, in Marvel's Avengers, for instance, we're introduced to this other Tony Stark. That's yep. It's he's kind of shockingly young. <laughs> yes, a bit on the young side. I, kinda... Yeah, I didn't buy the game, but yeah, I watch yeah. the playthroughs and everything. That, yeah, um, yeah. Um, he Very it, it's a little jarring at first. You know, he's you're kind of like, wow, he's kind of even young, a young guy. But um, you know, as the game progresses, and you know, like any storyline, they they go through these these waves where their their look changes they mature throughout the storyline right. um so by the end of the game you're just like oh yeah that's iron man you know no big deal yeah. <laughs> you know um so so those are the most recent kind of iterations of, of you, you know what's Stark. crazy about like that game is obviously that that's, that came out recently yeah how impactful the mcu is like when i first saw that i was imagining all the mcu like fact actors and see and this is i'm sure you saw this okay also just a side note i have two cats and they run around they play a lot they have collars on <laughs> their names are rocket and groot and vin diesel knows who they are fitting but they like to interfere with the podcast That's... a bit so if you hear a little jingle jingle all apologies it's just a couple of kittens don't worry <laughs> but um but yeah you know and and i'm sure I'm sure you saw this on Twitter. Yes, I know exactly where you're going with this. I know exactly <laughs> where you're going with yeah, this. Yeah, you know, with, with Marvel's Avengers, the, the game, the reception, the initial reception after Comic-Con, when people were revealed, you know, the, the, the faces of these characters were revealed, mm -hmm. the strength of the MCU is incomparable. It's... To it's, the point yeah. where people were just like, nah. That's not Captain America. These are, this is not, <laughs> this is not, not Black Widow. This is yeah. not Scarlett Johansson. This is not Rocky. Yes. yes. And, you know, and unfortunately with, with great power comes great responsibility. And so with that power of voice, people were just going bonkers. People, people were already boycotting the game because which the faces were... crazy. Which is insane. Which also ties into... Um, the Spider-Man um, Insomniac games yes. for PlayStation. Yep. The, obviously, the very the PS4 Spider-Man game was yep. amazing, mm -hmm. and the person who plays him, Yuri, I think Yuri Blumenthal. Yes, he's amazing, yeah. and we all know we all loved like that iteration of a uh, Spider-Man. And then Miles Morales came out, and they did a whole kind of <laughs> face change, the remastered just version a of little, Peter Parker. a little remastered Peter Parker, and yeah. it was funny on Twitter. Saying like that's kind of funny that the remastered version of of Peter Parker in this game kind of looks like Tom Holland. Well, you know what's funny? <laughs> I unpopular opinion. I don't think he looks like Tom Holland. I really? think he looks like a version of what Tom Holland could look like in an alternate universe. But I don't think he. Like I if don't someone was he, drawing Tom Holland for memory. He, yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. No, I mean, it doesn't... Like, I get it. I get what people are saying. Oh, he looks like Tom Holland. And it's like, well, if you compared the Peters... Yes. 
If you compare the new Peter to the old Peter, he kind of looks like Tom Holland. Yes. But if you compare him to Tom Holland, he does not look like Tom Holland. Like, yes. But yeah, that was just a funny like, it was, little... Yeah, it's yeah. just so incredible that the, the faces also matter so much to such an extent that people are like a hot dog. That's not it. <laughs> That's no. not it. I yeah, know. It's yeah, yeah, it's wild. And it's it's unfortunate. It's understandable, but you know, it, it again it just it's a testament of how important and how um, how iconic these actors have become. And, you know, like RDJ, you know, like gosh, I, I hope we don't see another Iron Man in our lifetime. You can't. It's it's like someone else playing another Wolverine. And that's gonna come around sooner than later. Yeah, it is know? an important, and I know people are very like, like these characters, like you're, you're, they hold us a very special heart to mm-hmm. a lot of fans, mm-hmm. saying like, no one else could have played Tony Stark, no one else could play Steve Rogers. Right. But there's gonna be a time where that's gonna change. I'm not saying there's gonna be another Steve Rogers. There's yeah. no, but there's gonna be another Captain America. Yeah. yeah. But we'll talk about that <laughs> in another, that's another, in another episode. Yeah. But. You know, like with you know, with Rhodey, yeah, with the Ironheart series coming out, also mm-hmm. like there's gonna be so much potential. There's, there's gonna be more iterations of quote unquote Iron, Iron Man. Man, yeah. And it, it is it hard to is it a tough pill to swallow? It is, mm-hmm. but the story has to continue yeah. to grow. And the best thing that I think Marvel Studios can do is just to always keep paying mm-hmm. homage to Tony Stark, yeah. Robert Downey Jr.'s character. Absolutely. So, so let's see. How about okay? I mean, this is a big one. Stark tech. So this is a discussion on its own. I mean, I don't want to nerd out too hard. Yeah, I love technology already. (laughs) So to have some fiction tech is even greater. Yeah, I mean, you know, it goes without saying that like Stony Tark... Stone, what did I just say? Stony Stony Tark? Stony Tark. Stony Tark. Tony Stink. Tony Stink. Stink. So Tony Stink has created this impressive you know gallery of technology in mm-hmm. this you know fictional world yep. of marvel um i found an incredible eight and a half minute video if you have the time please look it up um i'll put it in the uh show notes but uh from a channel called tell it animated um they examine each and every single one of tony stark's armors Armor suits from the MCU. From the MCU? Every single one. He had over 85. Animated. He had so many. Yes. And I believe they say at the end of the video that it took 500 hours of animation to, to pull that eight-minute video together. But it yep. is it incredible. sounds about right. <laughs> from a guy who works <laughs> yeah. in post-production, that sounds about right. Exactly. <laughs> it is. It's absolutely incredible. It's a must-see. Um, and, and it gets into the thrusters. It gets into the nanotech. It gets into the cannons and everything. Yeah. And, and concisely, you know, it's not like overkill. And speaking of the Stark tech, and we also appreciate the, the post-production, the visual effects of how they... <laughs> evolved each movie yes so going from iron man one to where he needed he needed to be standing still Mm -hmm. to take the armor off he Mm -hmm. needed he needed like his robotic arms to put the different parts of his armor on his body to 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 was it infinity war to infinity war where he has nanotech and Mm -hmm. he can just push it from the center of his chest nuts nuts like that that character development in its own is also a great just to like see how much like Tony Tony has grown yeah. tech wise and like growing his like like every time he fights an enemy he's like okay I need how do I get better so yeah. for the next for Stays the next enemy yeah, yeah absolutely 
So it's constantly changing. I mean, and it, and it goes without saying that a common phrase in the, the community science or science world is that science never stops. It doesn't. And so yes. Tony Stark is a striking like yes. example of that. I will say though, back to the Infinity War bit, there's two things in Infinity War that bother me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and one of them is the fact that when Tony is putting on that nano, when the nanotech is spreading over the very, his, the very first, he's they, holding his sunglasses and magically they disappear. Uh, oh yes, I have seen this <laughs> critique from it's on Twitter. Literally, one of the only two things that bothered me about that film, and I'm just like, God, where's where do the sunglasses go? He definitely just dropped it. Nano pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this from a post production <laughs> standpoint: they saw that and they were like, "Leave it." Leave it. Like, yeah. Like that's yeah. not that's not the moment. Yeah. The moment is him yeah. using this nanotechnology, yeah. and I get it. I'm the same way when it comes to like like why did they like no 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 that where well where does that just go? And yeah. It's like sometimes in post production, yeah, they just say screw it, we're gonna leave it. Um, <laughs> it's just for sure. It's hilarious. Oh um, my gosh. Okay, so I had a quiz for you. Oof. Um, yes. This is a pop quiz. Just just for just for just for fun. So, um, hold on. We're going to have to cut this. I just want to preface this. Uh, we, we made notes on a Google Doc to, <laughs> for, like, for the points to, to hit on this podcast. And we both, can, Di and I, can see the notes. This part, she left out. It was redacted. It was redacted Level from 10. my view. Shield. Because Di is going to quiz me. And I'm <laughs> horrible at quizzes. At random. We have to intertwine the comic book. <sighs> the, the Earth 616 factoids. Wherever possible. And for our friends at home. Who may not be so well versed. Um, yeah. So we're going to do that. We'll try my best. Don't hate me. <laughs> comic lovers. Like I said. Like Di said. I am... A purist. <laughs> okay, okay. All I know is MCU. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. So since we're on the subject of tech. Yes. How many suits does Iron Man have in the MCU? Oh, God. Oh, I made it easy for you. I put multiple, multiple choice. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Guessing is right. my best you bet. You ready? You yes. ready? Uh-huh. Okay, again, the question is, how many suits does Iron Man have in the MCU? Is it 29? Okay. 43? Okay. 112. Okay. Or 85. You had to throw in the big number to throw me out. Okay. <laughs> this is, I was gonna, I was gonna go back to this. This is really hard because in Iron Man 3, we know what happened. He had, yes. He had the PTSD. Yes. And he like made all these suits out of Ma- pure just instinct. Exactly. So that, I don't even know. You'd have to sit there and count every, sing- every, every single, single mark one. that pops up. I know, <laughs> I know it's not a low number. I, I, I know it's above. The the second high the the forty eight what it was forty three forty three, I think it's above that. So we're looking at one twelve or, or eighty five. Eighty five. Mm-hmm. I remember. Oh, okay, I remember seeing this on. I want to shout out Emergency Awesome on YouTube. If it wasn't for his breakdown videos of Marvel movies, I would not have any knowledge of anything. Uh, I remember when he broke down the trailer for Endgame. He. Um, he mentioned Tony Stark um, in that flashback in New York scene. That was the um, I mean, Iron Man flew out into the sky, and I specifically remember hearing him say, "That's Tony Stark, Iron Man in his Mach 85." <laughs> so I want to say 85. The answer is 85. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
My yes. God, I'm impressed. <laughs> that is pretty uh. damn good. And I have noted here, the Mark 85 is the final suit we see Tony donning during his final battle in Avengers Endgame. Um, as of the 2000s, Stark has made over 60 suits in the books with no signs Ooh. of stopping anytime soon. So his MCU counterpart actually has more suits than more the comic book character that has been out for decades. Oh my God. Thank so, you, Emergency Awesome. <laughs> I just want to shout out. So he you got out. it. Wow. I'm very impressed. Because I, uh, I remember that suit, I remember him saying um, yeah. it had the very classic color scheme yeah. of, a, of, the, of the comic book, mm-hmm. of like, with like the gold and the, like the gold shoulders, I think, mm-hmm. the arm, the, like the bicep area. Yeah. Like it, was, it had a very um, comic book a color scheme. And, but with obviously MCU, Tony mm-hmm. Stark tech with nanotech and everything for so sure. i am wow i'm one for one and uh, <laughs> i'll take it i'll take it if yep. i get everything else wrong from here Incredible. i don't care like okay. that was amazing i'll take that um so i want to insert a, a quick question from a listener andrew asks describe iron man in one word and why you think that represents him <sighs> that is probably one of the hardest things to Difficult. do because because he's been everything every yeah. adjective you can think of yeah. throughout his course in mcu mm-hmm. he's been selfish he's been he's been compassionate he's been there he's been on both sides of the spectrum of whatever you want to call him i'm gonna say totality that's good damn that was really good. <laughs> totality because like you just said he's everything he's everything he's everything he's been everything he's been everywhere he's done everything and he also encompasses a sort of narcissistic behavior but he's also like he's always got it covered and so it's it's kind of that that sort of multifaceted sort of totality to the character. Oh my god, I can't even think of that. I totally pulled that out of my I, I, I respect that. I can't even <laughs> think of a word. Because every time I think of a word, yeah. it's too much to one side where it's like, but he's not totally that. Yeah. Um I just I mean I, I just keep going back to selfless because mm-hmm. we all know he was he used to be very selfish. Yeah. Yeah, but like and then going back to his story arc become the he became the most selfless person yeah actually he he teetered totter between selfless selfish yeah. over the course of 10 years absolutely from iron man one to avengers he was selfish from between then and civil war mm-hmm. he was selfless because he went back to the accord he agreed with the accords and then and then and then when everybody got snapped he he had his family he's mm-hmm. like i have what I, I have it here i have my second chance yeah but then you saw what he did in Endgame mm-hmm. with sacrificing Spoiler him. alert. S- sorry. <laughs> Spoiler alert. You had a couple of years. <laughs> to him, yeah. taking the stones, um, bringing everybody back. Mm-hmm. But Still can't watch it. Yeah. It's difficult. I, there hasn't been a time <laughs> where I don't watch it and I don't cry. Yeah, it's hard not to. You because know. you think of the journey. Because when I watch it, it is encompassing 10 years encompassing 11 11 just like 11 nuts, years right? of yeah. just of of robert downey jr yeah. giving life to this which character. by the way you don't even realize it's 11 years like honestly no. you say the words 2010 and it's kind of like okay 2010 it's kind of like when you yeah. hear 1995 like some people think that was yeah that was yeah, 10 was years, years ago. ago and you're like bro it's 2021 yeah and so 100%. hearing 11 years you're just like oh my gosh, you really have traveled this journey, you know, like not to say, like, of course the books are one thing, you know, you've had these characters, you know, for 50, 60 years mm-hmm. um, and then some, and then you come over to this end of the spectrum and you've been with this man as this character for 11 years. And so of course you have 
one side of the fence where people just can't differentiate the two. Tony Stark is RDJ and vice versa. Yes. Um, you don't know where one ends. Yeah, one absolutely. Yes. But there's also this crazy, crazy, you know, concept that, oh my God, you've seen this guy from, you know, his worst points to his highest points in 11 years worth of content, which is incredible. Yeah. Uh, so I think we have to also give credit not only to obviously like Sarah Finn that we did in the casting director, but we also have to credit all the writers that have written absolutely for um, for Iron Man. And then I will specifically say Stephen McFeely and Christopher Marcus. Christopher Marcus, yeah. So Stephen McFeely and Christopher Marcus for if you guys don't know who they are, they they wrote they started writing um, Captain America: Winter Soldier, and then they went on from there to. To, to write all the 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 rest of the cap films with Civil War and then also Infinity War and Endgame. So for them to give Tony that ending, you know, and it was the, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with, with them. Like that, I think, I thought that was the perfect ending. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Granted, it, caught, it costed his life, but it needed to. So selfless. Yeah. Like he, like, <laughs> like that's the, and that's the one thing that, yeah. Tony Stark never wanted to do. Yeah. Go back to Iron Man For 1. Sure. Um, he never wanted it's to do It's all about that. him. Yeah. He never wanted... He, he always just wanted to pull the plug instead yeah. of yeah. trying to like play the sacrifice play For to sure. quote the first Avengers. <laughs> um, so, like, I, yeah, I really loved how Tony's story came to an end and it resulted in probably the most, to my opinion, the most epic moment mm-hmm in the MCU to date just because that mm-hmm. was 11 years in one moment yeah just coming to to an end and yeah. giving the fans like the satisfactory end that Tony deserves absolutely and so of course not to not to shy away from the other creators that brought this character to life um, especially on the pages Mr. Stanley Jack Kirby Larry Lieber and Don Heck so uh great the late and great stanley late and great yeah i mean stanley has said it said it himself like this is tony stark robert downey jr this is who i envisioned i remember seeing a video saying like this is who i envisioned yeah this is who i wrote he's the perfect person to play this role um so i'm looking at release date for iron man 2008 2008 so it's more than 11 years 11 yeah So that video is even outdated at this point, which is kind of crazy to think about. So, oh my gosh, it's been 13 years. I know. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. And he still has this huge impact. Yeah, gigantic. And I mean, and it's only gotten started. I'm sure we can agree on that. Because I mean, like you said, with with um, Ironheart and then of course, you know, the, the show with Rhodey. Armor Wars, yes. Armor, Armor Wars. Wars, yeah. I mean, like all these things are directly impacted because of Tony Stark's... Mm-hmm existence yes in in the mcu so i mean there's so much more to go through mm-hmm. um and so we got a comment from Cintharia on twitter and she says nice. i love him 3000 oh that's a great question because i do too <laughs> yeah we love you 3000 too thanks for leaving that that's actually my twitter bio <laughs> which is. is which is crazy it's true. um but yeah we all do thank you so much for that question so, <laughs> I know, you know, with, with all the talk of RDJ, um, I, I think people may not know who, who else was up for the role. 
<laughs> this is a very interesting topic. And do do you have you seen the short list? I, I saw it. I saw it today. Okay. Um, yeah. So this is an interesting one. Very so, interesting. So brace yourselves. Okay. So imagine imagine in your brain Tony Stark as you know him. And who do you think of? Who's the one and, who and only the person and only? you think of? Yeah. It's it's Robert. It's Downey Robert Downey Jr. Jr. Right? Okay. Well, no. Um, this is this is a short list of actors who almost became Tony Stark. And, you know, I say almost as loosely as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. We're not sure who the short list of, of actors was. Yeah. But here are some actors that nearly played uh, Iron Man. Um, to no one's surprise, Tom Cruise. That man can play anything, I'll be honest. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He can He's play all over anything. the board. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hugh Jackman. Our very own Wolverine. That's interesting. That's that's a very interesting choice. I'm not sure that I could see that. Oh, I did not see this third one. Oh my god, that's <laughs> this hilarious. third one is pretty funny. It is literally the strangest one, perhaps, on this list. It is Mr. Rob Lowe. I, okay. Oh, okay. I see. He has the Tony Stark. He has the bravado. He has that yes. part of it. I don't know if he would be a great Iron Man. I don't know. But yeah. But him as Tony Stark, I could, I could, I could, make, could, I could see, see, see. I could see. You could see it. Yes. And then uh, fourth here is Clive Owen. Yes. <laughs> when I think of him, I think of um, what's that animated live action com- like animated like it's like sh- shot like. Oh, Sin City. Sin City, yes. Yeah, no, he was incredible yes, in Sin City. that's what I think about Oh my about gosh, Sin City is one of my yes. favorites, yeah. Um, no, but he, you know, I don't I don't see Tony or Iron Man in that. I don't see that. <laughs> and then, of course, the, the Kevin Bacon of the MCU or comic book world, Nicolas Cage, was <laughs> was up for He for can Tony do it all, Star. too. He can do it I all. Remember, I remember seeing that um, that uh, that video of him um, trying on the Superman suit. Oh, yeah. When it was, yeah. It was, a, was that the... The slick back... Tom, Tim, Burton. The, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. That was Tim a Tim Burton, Burton one. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Don't see it. Not at all. Oh gosh. No. But but <laughs> but I will say I do see him as Johnny Blaze. You know, I mean, unpopular opinion, but I did enjoy him as Ghost Rider. That's right. Yes. Wow, so he is. He is technically in the verse, but yeah. You know, by proximity. Um, and this second to last, Timothy Oliphant. Um, and and imagine this: you're Timothy Oliphant. You're like, oh man. Marvel's doing this movie. No way. I gotta be part of this. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna give it my all. And then in the waiting room is Robert Downey Jr. And you're going before him. Because apparently he, oh. he tested the same day as RDJ. Apparently. Okay. Yeah. So that's how that went down. I remember I saw the I saw the the screen the testing the test footage, like the screen footage yeah. of you know of, of, RDJ. Robert, of yeah. RDJ. It's incredible. And I'm like yeah, he, he nailed it on. He's he got the job. It. Like he hit. I'm not saying Timothy yeah. Oliphant yeah. couldn't hit it. No, for sure. But it's just the, the way Robert hit it. As I was the just kids like, say, it slaps different. Yeah. <laughs> just. And so we have one more candidate, and that was Sam Rockwell himself, who eventually went on yeah. to play Justin Hammer in yeah. Iron Man Two. Which and is you can kind of see it. Like when, when yeah. he, I'll, I'll go back to the to the to the weapon scene when he was. Um, Showing the weapons to Rhodey. Yeah. You can see that. You can see him yeah. like have that kind of attitude and bravado. Yeah. Like as a Tony Stark. There's just a presence to him. Yeah. And so, you know, we received a question from our, our friends of the pod, the Marvelists, and, and they asked if Robert Downey Jr. was not an option for the cinematic endeavor, who do you think would have played him? And do you think the MCU would have had the same impact? And I mean, given that list, yes. I'm still like, no, yeah. I, I can't I, think I, of anybody. I remember, I remember seeing that, uh, the question on, the, on our Instagram and I... I pondered it. I pondered it for like two, 
like however days it was i pondered it for two or three days i think and i just i could not for the life of me just think of another think of another actor that could knock out the role even remotely close it's impossible to what robert did yeah. and I, I i legit wanted to i don't want i didn't want to have a cop-out answer i really didn't but i legit cannot <laughs> think of anyone else I because all i know is robert downey jr and even when i see robert when when rdj was doing like interviews you can you can you you can see tony stark in there like yeah. when he was on um when he was on the howard stern show i watched mm-hmm. that interview i was just like the way he just he he presents himself the yeah. way he holds himself up i'm like this guy is tony stark it's in real nuts. life it's like nuts. it's 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 incredibly difficult to think of any other you can even <laughs> you can even throw out like big a-list name who, who aren't you yeah. won't even think like leo yeah brad yeah. brad pitt like just still couldn't no no it. one can match the charisma yeah and humanity of tony R- stark RDJ. better than rdj yeah and then you know to to echo that i mean honestly i mean i could see tom cruise but i still yes. don't want to you know what you know why it's because he it's because of these Mission Impossible movies. Which they're fantastic. Which, which is great. I'm a huge fan yeah, of them. I'm a huge fan of them. Amazing, but they're yeah. so... Or his character in there is just so... Obviously, yes, he's playing a character of a spy and all yeah. that. But, like, I don't see, like, an all-encompassing Tony Stark yeah, Iron Man. Yeah, no, for sure. Could he play some parts of, of Tony Stark? Yes. Yeah. Could he be Iron Man? I don't think so. See, and this this could lead on to a discussion about the Batman you know, like where some oh, of them are, are incredible. Okay, let me just preface that in this house, we respect both DC yes. and Marvel. Just going to say. And Di and I have had many off-mic <laughs> off conversations yes. about the, the DCE. Yeah, but, and, you, but that could be, that's that's kind of the discussion where yeah. an actor can encompass the, the what did Spider-Man call it? You know, the fake names. Yes. <laughs> where an actor can encompass the fake the fake name or they can only encompass the other side and so for these actors in particular i'm like cool yeah i could see him as tony stark can't see him as iron man they are two different characters yeah. in a way you know um and you know so yeah i to cop out as well i don't know that i i have an option it's hard i, I really <laughs> i really did not want to cop out but yeah it's it's incredibly hard yeah and and you know and we kind of covered this uh earlier but you know rdj um, as an actor and a performer, um, he nailed it to such a T that, you know, I don't know that another actor would have had the same impact, you know? Yeah. Um, he just had such a delivery, like when it comes down to like Avengers and he's eating the dry blueberries, it wasn't in the script. He was just doing it because yeah. he felt like it. Like or, it's, it's these little nuances that just... Yeah, his little <laughs> clips. I go back yeah. to the, what was that? Was that Age of Ultron where he's cutting up tree trunks with Cap <laughs> and then he gets called to, to the to the barn and, yeah. and he tells Cap, don't steal from my pile. Yeah. Like, like what? I just... <laughs> like how, yeah. yeah, like his little like snarky, Tony Starkey you know, Tony Starkey. I know, right? <laughs> Tony Starkey, um, like he's a little snarky. What RDJ can bring as a delivery, yeah, to 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 Tony Stark is unmatched. Yeah, um, is I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of like all these little moments, and I can think of them too because that's how impactful he was. Yeah, like, you can absolutely. Just be like, I mean, you type in Iron Man on YouTube, it comes with like Iron Man best moments. And all, there's like all his 59 clips, of them. Li- literally all his clips <laughs> in Endgame. Yeah. 
Um, and that's just one that's film. That's just one, you know? Exactly, like one film. Like So, I mean, <sighs> I hope that answers your question, Marvelous. <laughs> that was a tough one. <laughs> um, okay, so how about another another pop quiz? Oh, oh another one? Yeah. No, oh, I'm just, okay. I'm going to spare you the third one. The third one is kind of, eh, whatever, but I, I do have a good I'm 100% one. right now, so I will. <laughs> this is an easy one. I it's, will take it's it. More of a, it's okay. more of a, yeah. So, um, <laughs> and you're going to know why I picked this. In Spider-Gwen's Earth-65, Tony Stark has a number of side ventures, including a coffee franchise called Starkbucks. True or false? <laughs> oh, my God. Repeat it again. In Spider-Gwen's Earth-65, yes. Tony Stark has a number of side ventures, including a coffee franchise called Starkbucks. True or false? I mean... Knowing the personality of Tony Stark, with it, whether it's MCU or comic books, Tony, I think he is pretentious enough to to start a coffee shop <laughs> and, is... and indeed call it Starbucks. That's an incredible answer because it's absolutely true. He does indeed. <laughs> he has this coffee chain. Yes. And so, you know, for, for those of you who somehow know me and don't know who Spider-Gwen is, um, Tony Stark, indeed, he has multiple, um, you know, companies and and uh, products in Earth sixty on Earth sixty five, which is Spider Gwen's universe, and the coffee chain is none other than Star- Starbucks, and it's everything you imagined would it, it would, would it look be like. Anything else? Yeah, and it's 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 Iron Man with the coffee cup looking like the mermaid with the three tails. It's it's amazing. Soup to nuts. It's Starbucks. That um, is yeah. So yeah, so that's that's there you go. Well done. You're two for two, my friend. Oh, God, God. Woo! This is giving me anxiety. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I hate to say it, but that's kind of the, that's it. Wow. I mean, um, you know, I got, I got one other thing and, you know, I mean, this, this could be an ongoing segment. This is, this is wholly up to you, uh, but I have a note here of like, I, I, I'm a collector. I've been a collector since I was eight years old. Yes. Let's go for it. Um, and so I, I've, I tend to acquire unique items, so mm-hmm. to speak. And so, um, this particular segment, I was I was kind of like, what is the weirdest item Die has? And so... Sure, Die has a lot of things, guys. <laughs> um, I'm not joking when I, I've seen her collection. It's a legit collection. And it's... Um, Benicio Del Toro couldn't compete. I'll tell you that right <laughs> I now. I am the collector. <laughs> uh, it's, it's actually insane. Yeah. She's actually given me one, yeah. one thing. Yes. And I was like, this is probably like one out of millions of things that Die has. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, die. Yeah. What is the weirdest Iron Man item? And see, this is the thing. I strangely do not have anything remotely obscure or like bizarre mm-hmm. from Iron Man. You know, I have the cards and such, yes. like I mentioned. I have comics and on all that. But I did at one point, shortly after the heat of Avengers, I was like hyped up. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. First, uh, you know, ensemble movie of all these superheroes, I got to have something big. Yes. I was one of those people, one of 3,000 to be exact, who bought the half scale, which is like, meaning it's the half the size of the actual thing, bust of the Mark VI. (laughs) Whoa. So it was a half life-size bust of the Iron Man So it's like half... Half your half your height. It, was, it stands it was, like to your hip, on, or yeah, is it? Yeah, it's it's quite. It was it was quite huge. It's like a large baby, oh my God. a large iron baby. But it was pretty dope. I wish I had it still. I had to sell it 
you know, times were tough at one point. Let's just be frank. <laughs> but then I also kind of fell down the rabbit hole of, of hot toys. So I was like, I got to choose one. Which one is it going to be? Yeah. So I ended up selling it, regrettably, but it went to a great home, I'm sure. And he was giant. Like, he was big. I just had nowhere to put him. I can imagine, yeah. Yeah, it was huge. And it was this beautiful bust. I'll put a picture of it on social. Um, it was a beautiful bust, and he, he kind of has his arm up, and he's got the light. The, th- the best part is that it lit up. Oh, the repulsor so you could light flip up. The, lo- the little switch in his mm. repulsor light lit up. His the chest piece. His arc reactor oh lit up, God. and his eyes lit up. And he had this amazing removable chest piece that you could pull off so you could look at the internal workings. Oh, wow. It was sick. <laughs> I kind of regret giving oh it up. Oh, my God. Oh. But but that was my incredible Iron Man, no pun intended, Man. Um, item. Um, so rest in peace, Mark Six. I miss you. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's the weird item of uh, my collection. So I think we covered a lot of starkness. We did. That's a I lot think of we did. We, we touched on... Say so we touched on um, the comic book origins yeah. of him, how, how he is in, in the comics compared to how he is in the MCU yeah. on screen, yeah. and from what from what I remember discussing is it's not that far off. No, from what we've seen, on like point. on screen yeah. in, the, in, the, in the movies that we've seen Tony yeah. Stark in, it's pretty it's, it's pretty spot on. Yeah, like who he is as a character, mm-hmm. how like his his vernacular, his bravado. Although I will say the one thing that is kind of watered down in the MCU versus the comic books is that he's not much of a playboy. He's very much like, he's a simp for, for Pepper Potts. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so you kind of see it in the first film where he's just got whim and glamouring uh-huh. over him yes. over and over again. He, he can like he can swoon any sure. any woman, like like goes back to that very but first generation with the reporter. Yeah. Um, but after that, it's pretty much all Pepper yeah, Potts at that exactly. point. Exactly. It goes back to Pepper Potts each and every time. And so, yeah, um, you know, I mean, he real quick, he's, he's had his own share of love interests, you know, um, everyone from... Uh, Madame Mask, who was in Agent Carter, um, Whitney mm-hmm. Frost, of course, um, Black Widow, which is a no-brainer, yeah. off and on. He's, he's, he's been on off and on with some some of our favorite superheroines, but She-Hulk is another one. Janet Van Dyne is a big one, you know. like uh, Oh, wow. Janet Van Dyne? Janet Van Dyne, yeah. So she's she's basically like the root of the Avengers when it comes to the comic books. She, she's like, she's, you could say she started the Avengers. And wow, so, that's interesting. and so taking it back, that and that relationship is more recent in the books, and so they're kind of on and off. And she was married to Hank Pym. That's another. That's so story funny for because day. I literally <laughs> just, I literally just rewatched Ant Man last yeah. night for no apparent so reason. So in so in your, <laughs> I know. So in your brain, you're like RDJ and Michelle Pfeiffer. I know, but that's that's yes. the combo. You know, yeah. you think of these things and and how the timelines intersect, and it's kind of funny, but. But yeah, so, and then of course Pepper Potts. Pepper Potts is, you know, the one standout um, for, for many people. Also and played greatly by um, Gwyneth Paltrow. By Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, in, the, in the comics, actually, uh, funny enough, she marries Happy Hogan. Who That's we all even know, crazier who to we think all know about. is John Favreau Himself. from yes. Spider Man, who directed Iron Man, and who was previously Foggy Nelson from the Batfleck Daredevil. <laughs> Jeffrey's face right now. Yes. yes. John Favie is like, he's also a king among kings. That like, guy, he's incredible. He just knows what he's doing too. I love John Favreau. Um, so Star yeah. Star of the MCU. Yeah. yeah. So, so there are all these little, little, you know, nuggets. Uh, what what I want to also touch on is when I, obviously like when I started, like I, like I said at the, at the, at the top of the show, mm-hmm. or at the top of the episode, 
um, Iron Man 2 was like the first, you know, I think movie that I saw and I was like, okay, yeah. But I didn't know that Iron Man wasn't, isn't a huge like comic book like character. So like when you were, when you think about starting like a comic book movie, Mm -hmm. Iron Man wouldn't be at the top of the list to start. Like he's, he's not like. He's not like your Captain America or your or your Superman or type mm-hmm. type um, superhero. Yeah. So when I found, I was like, oh, really? Because now he's like, you he, can't he's go a anywhere. Yeah. Like anyone, even if you don't watch it, like mm-hmm. you know who Iron Man is. You yeah. know who Tony Stark is. So yeah. when I found, I was like, wow, that's insane. Yeah. So I, I think about John Favreau taking that risk. The risk, yeah. Absolutely. Feige taking that risk. Mm-hmm. I know it's he's not even a top ten. But superhero that you want it. to make a movie about yeah. but yeah trust me it's yeah. gonna work and if this does well it's gonna set off the next <laughs> decade the domino effect of and then, domino effects and good old kevin feige fashion Woo! he was right <laughs> he was absolutely right so, that's what i appreciate that because now you took a, a not well-known yeah. superhero yeah no one's like why and like on screen like how would you like i, I think i've seen previous iterations of yeah. a live action iron man yeah. and it's like Oh, it's it's pretty bad. (laughs) Visual effects, special effects, was pretty bad. Because how do you have a a metal suit? Yeah, live live action metal suit. Exactly, guy in a metal suit. It was the right time, the right technology, the right actor, the right script, the right everything. You know, yes, it just worked and. And yeah, it's catapulted the character in the comic books, you know? Like, yeah. he's, he's gone through so many iterations there, and his importance has changed over the years, and he's mm-hmm. died a couple of times, he's come back, he's gone evil, which is one thing that, you know, if, if RDJ were, um, hadn't he, you know, been killed in the MCU the way he was, one of the storylines I would have loved to have seen come out on, on the screen is the superior Iron Man, mm. where he is just your worst nightmare. Really? Your worst nightmare. Um, and if you're familiar with, uh, you know, the superior Spider-Man at all, it's, it's, it's similar as it is different, but it's that kind of heinous and evil in its, in like its a, own it's way. It's a darker, it's a darker. It's very dark. He, you know, very little, um, mm-hmm. very little, uh, respect for common humans. And he is the atrocious sort of, you know, egomaniac and again, superior. He's the superior Iron Man. It's like Dark Spider-Man or Dark on <laughs> dark, dark, dark Superman, like whatever, or just like a, like a very Where like he's just opposite. Incredibly powerful, incre- incredibly formidable. And you just don't know what he's capable of. He's, he's the complete opposite of the, the Stark that we ended with. Uh, and so, yeah, you know, that, be... it's almost like a what if, and I mean, who knows, maybe they'll do a what if about I, it, you know? I am very excited <laughs> to see like that, that series yeah. too. So, so yeah, so I guess that's, that's the Stark wow. show. Um, we did it. We did it, bud. Okay, uh, we could go on about it. <laughs> we could go on. There's, man. there's so much we didn't touch on, you know, like, um, again, you know, this is a character that's been around for decades. So, you know, we're all, we're barely sc- scraping the surface here, but I mean, thanks for listening. Thank you. Um, you know, if you have any suggestions on who you'd like to hear us tackle, um, please leave a comment on social. Yeah, let us um, know who, who, who you want to, what superhero do you want to hear us discuss yeah. from panel to picture? From panel to picture. And uh, I mean, I'm going to give Jeffrey the, uh, the the allowance of, of announcing who we're doing for episode two. Yes. The honors. Yes. So obviously we um, we discussed Tony Stark and Iron Man today. And if you keep up and follow with the MCU, you know that um, Tony Stark kind of took took on a little bit of a of a little protege. <laughs> and so the next episode we're doing, the character we're going to discuss is 
none other than Peter Parker, Spider-Man himself. Which... Exactly. I'm going to keep all of that. (laughs) And that'll be a really interesting and fun episode because not like... Much like Batman, um, Peter Parker has been played by an an abundance of actors. A handful of... A good one. And (laughs) and good ones too. Very great ones. I I mean, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it in in, in the next episode. Who's our favorite? Why do people love a certain one? All that. So we're excited to discuss Peter Parker, uh, Spider-Man to its full um, panel to picture. And I gotta say, it's a goodie because he's my favorite. It's true. (laughs) I mean, it might be a three-hour episode. (laughs) Just die alone. I'll just be spectating. Just me talking. I'll just just be spectating. Me talking all the Parker. (laughs) All the Parker Um, all day. Um, So yeah, if you're not following us yet, follow us on social. S-T-R-K-C-N-T-R-S-T. I know it's a handful, but if you just search a a stark contrast i promise you it'll come up um if you like what you hear or you just want to support our nerdy cause we appreciate your support be it with a reshare a like a follow or even a patreon backing um you can find that link on our social as well and until next time thank you guys so much enough said bye